Welcome to Local Matters. I'm your host, Matt Swallows. I'll be looking at topics that affect us locally in both our city and county governments, ongoing concerns across our community, uh, issues we hear about we want to better understand, know more about. Like the issue uh, recently of a lot of the school shootings, a lot of uh, school safety in general, um, and just some laws that are that are being tossed around and talked about uh, right now. And, and with us today, we have Putnam County Sheriff uh, Eddie Ferris. Uh, Sheriff Ferris, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. Appreciate it, man. Thank I appreciate you. you taking time out of your day to come talk to yes, us. Yes, sir. Um, today, you know, usually we, we do this show, and I've got a list of questions I want to ask. And today, I just want to go wherever this takes us. Absolutely. You know, this is such a huge issue and topic. And, you know, any parent out there, uh, anybody, period, grandparent, I mean, it doesn't matter. You right. know, this affects everyone. And um, we don't have all the answers necessarily, but we're going, we're going to discuss whatever whatever comes up, and, and, and we'll go head down that direction. Sounds good. All right. Um, now, I do know uh, recently uh, Congressman Marsha Blackburn, um, I think, had uh, talked a little bit about you on Fox News last week. Is that is that correct? Well, that's correct, Or a couple Matt. of weeks ago, anyway. Yeah, that, that's correct. She had been up here visiting a couple of weeks ago, and, and we talked about several subjects and matters and issues going on in the country and mm-hmm. uh, on different levels uh, right now. And, and one of those was our school shootings and school uh, safety. And, and so we had shared some things back and forth together. And so she had called me a few days afterwards and asked me if she could share some of those. She was on a committee up there, and mm-hmm. and she she was able to do that. So I, I appreciate that. And she didn't have to give me credit, but right. I'm sure I'm not the only sheriff or only law enforcement that had thought of some of this stuff. But but uh, she did, and I, I appreciate that. So our local sheriff is getting recognition at the national level, <laughs> which is always a good thing. I mean, for good reasons, not bad reasons. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> there's there's absolutely. a lot of publicity out there, some good, some bad. But this was really good. And, that is for and sure. So, you, what did what all did you guys talk about? I know you. We've talked a little bit, and you mentioned um, a protect me policy for retirees or something. So, did you guys talk about that too? We or? did. So, so we've got issues, and we're addressing them. And and basically, for us here in Putnam County, uh, as most everyone knows that knows me, that we we've, we've certainly tried to put our our students and our school administrators and educators first on safety, and uh, those are their our leaders for tomorrow. So we understand that. Uh, I've just had two uh, kids recently graduate and move on, and so that is a huge concern. We certainly want that uh, them to be able to learn and, and uh, have a, a stress-free environment and a safe environment. And so, um, so yeah, we talked about a lot of things. But the so the Protect Me program that we talked about is is sort of a, a filler gap between uh, being able to get trained full-time law enforcement in these schools and and uh, and and taking care of the schools until we do that. And so. One of the things we talked about was uh, was this program, the Protect Me program, and and putting retired law enforcement uh, mm-hmm. in in schools. The uh, retired law enforcement are already trained. The, they as an SRO officer kind of thing. Th- that is true. Uh, that is true. Yes, um, mainly probably list them as special deputies. As a sheriff, I have the power to do that mm-hmm. for a special function. Um, and so, even though they they not necessarily retired from. Say the sheriff's office, they could be retired from a sheriff's office in Florida or, mm-hmm. or a police department up north or out west. And so, but they retired in good standing. And we have several of those here in this community. Yes, but the crossing guard at Capshaw Elementary. He's Absolutely. A, he's a retired, um, well, I can't remember. Is he from up north, maybe? I believe he is. Yeah. And yes, he, he's got, everybody loves him. He's just so positive. He's he got is. such good energy. And I'm just thinking, that'd be a great guy to have you Absolutely. Know, in the school. Absolutely. So, 
So make no mistake about it, our number one priority for these schools as far as the law enforcement and the sheriff's office here uh, in our, within our school resource officer program is keeping the kids safe and, and educators safe. Now, they do other functions. In fact, they do many fu- other functions to assist the schools and, and other various things. And But but keeping uh, the safety is number one. Mm-hmm. So. So we we talked about that. We can we can make special deputies out of these retired law enforcement and and train them up just a little bit and 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 get them back in these schools to help us. Um, it would be probably more assisting the school resource officers until we can get a full staff up to speed. When I took office back in fourteen, we had three SROs. Now we have a total of nine. Three SROs. Yes. For how many schools? <laughs> well, we have twenty one schools. So yeah, so so now we've got all the high schools and all the middle schools covered. Okay. And so our next goal is to start working on the elementary schools, okay. and and that's that's coming, and that's what we'll do. We'll be talking to county commission on budget time this time about some funding to mm-hmm. to get that started. So this is a that would be a way to supplement some help there because um, we certainly uh, you know want to do that and and make that happen and and have the right number in there yeah. uh, in the schools and and so as we had mentioned earlier before we got on the air. Uh, I'm proud of our school resource deputies. We have some of our best highly trained uh, deputies that are actually in the schools now uh, for many reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're certainly prepared. Yeah. Uh, we, we expect the worst and hope hope that that does not happen, but we are ready if it does. And, and we take all the precautions. And so we have the law enforcement side of that, which is our side. And the school has their side, uh, making sure their policies and closing the doors and buzzing people in mm-hmm. and so on and so forth uh, is followed. And we all work together, and that includes parents and people picking kids up and coaches and all the above. So as long as we work together, I think we're going to be fine. A lot of communication there. Yes, sir. Hey, you mentioned something, and you said you had some of your best uh, best officers, best deputies on, on the job. And, you know, like in <clears throat> just watching movies and, and TV and, you know, the stereotype that they have out there is just some guy that's retired and falling asleep on the job and, you know, sure. maybe didn't pass the academy or something and that's his sure. way in. But that's not it. That's not it at that, all. That is not it. In fact, you can't be a deputy. Uh, you can't even be a part-time anything with law enforcement now if you don't uh, pass the academy. So, no, that's not it. And uh, we, we have certainly, some of our best. Actually. We have some of our best, and they're most tactically trained. And, and uh, you know, there, there's things that we do all the time. We constantly train when school's not in session. Uh, we talk about, you know, different doors and entryways and exit ways and a lot of what ifs. And mm-hmm. we're always playing that what if card. And uh, our SWAT team goes out and trains different places. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I feel confident that we have the right people in there to take care of uh, whatever needs that come arise. Um, the key for a lot of this, uh, Matt, is is having these SROs in school, and where they become one of the most valuable tools is the relationship with these other students. Mm-hmm. And, co- and so, um, the key is is to hearing things and 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 uh, running these leads and and following these pro- uh, problems and issues down way before they ever become uh, a tragic issue. Gotcha. Gotcha. We're meeting today with uh, Putnam County Sheriff Eddie Ferris talking about school resource officers, talking about safety in schools earlier. And you said the training. T- tell me a little bit about the training involved with because there has to be a lot of communication, I imagine, like you said, with administrators, teachers, coaches, parents, grandparents. Uh, that to me seems overwhelming. Just the communication side, 
the training? You know, it, it I guess is. you get asked a lot, what are you guys doing to it, protect us? It is. So so the law enforcement training is, is things that we do almost daily, whether that's reading something or whether we're actually physically going out and doing something uh, weekly or every week or two, uh, looking at school plans, uh, making sure we understand uh, who needs to be where? And like what. blueprint school plans, like blueprint, absolutely, so you know the, absolutely know the building, how the doors work, mm-hmm. how the windows work. Uh, do we have cell service in this area? Do we have radio service over here? And that's, I mean, that could be an issue. I didn't it, thought, it is an issue. That. It is an issue. And and let me add too, you know, we not only have ish, uh, school resource officers in schools, but our deputies do constant walkthroughs. I mean, mm-hmm. our road deputies will stop at a school and do walkthroughs and. And uh, we always want them, while they're doing reports in their car, of course, we all have computers in cars now, and they don't have to come to the office to do uh, uh, reports. So we always ask them during uh, during the daytime when school is in session to try to stop in the school parking lot, uh, try to go into a school place to, to deter. The Presence key is, means so much. Absolutely, it? it does. I absolutely, mean, it does. It's at, That will be a big, I would think, a big deterrent. You just randomly see deputy come in a couple times a day or whatever even the parking lot or sitting there and just observing you it could could potentially thwart a, a threat itself absolutely and we're also i might add we're looking at this there's there's a few different programs and apps out there but we're looking at this app that this company has and basically what it does is give all the teachers and administrators access to this app on their iphone and so if we have some kind of an emergency mm-hmm. okay uh hopefully not but if we have Let's say an active shooter or somebody comes in with a gun mm-hmm. or somebody comes in with a knife or somebody just that kind of that kind of presence. Uh, they can actually hit a button on their phone. It automatically sends that to 911. It automatically alerts all law enforcement within wow. a 10 mile radius and it gives them a map. It pulls the map up and it shows where they're at. So if you're on duty or off duty and you're driving by and that goes off, mm-hmm. then you're pulled right in. We're wow. right there. So wow. we're looking at that, and then we're working with the school system to work on that and try to get that. And also the 911 board is grateful in trying to help us purchase mm-hmm. some of that uh, technology. But uh, but we're constantly looking looking at ways to do things. Uh, we don't want to talk and necessarily make it public on all the equipment we do have, but the right. SROs are equipped. They do have technology and equipment to, to handle situations, and – and we want to make sure we've got whatever we need. Yeah. Now, just back up just a little bit. Talk about that app because that that resonated with me as a, as an ad. You know, I like yes. that. I yes. really like that. It sounds kind of like a, like an Amber Alert situation. It almost is. Uh, the, the good thing about that, the best part about that is, uh, you know, the teachers don't have to be. You know, they don't have to call nine one one and start talking. Now, right. eventually, nine one one comes on there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they will start talking to a nine one one operator. Right. But until that point. Uh, it immediately goes out within like 20 seconds, okay, to every law enforcement that we give that app to. Mm-hmm. And, of course, here in Putnam County, we'd want all of our local law enforcement in our state and our federal that lives here close. We'd right. want all those to have yeah, that. absolutely. That way, if they're passing by, if they're in school line, or if they're visiting, or, or if they're two miles away. So uh, this could potentially even be an off-duty police officer. Absolutely. Dropping off a child absolutely. Or, just, or just in the neighborhood. Absolutely. We want everybody to, to to respond Yeah, that's uh, when necessary. So uh, we're looking at that technology, and, and uh, we'll we'll continue uh, to try to make sure we have, uh, or at least stay on top of, of what we need technology-wise to, to stay on top of the game and stay ahead of the curve. Good, good. We're meeting with uh, Putnam County Sheriff Eddie Ferris talking about um, – School safety with 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 uh, the recent shootings uh, across the country and just what we are doing at a Putnam County level. 
uh, about that and how we're getting better prepared to protect the students. And when we return, we've got plenty more to talk about with Sheriff Eddie Ferris. Welcome back to Local Matters. I'm your host, Matt Swallows, and today we're meeting with Putnam County Sheriff Eddie Ferris and uh, just talking about, you know, in light of the recent uh, school shootings across the country and just trying to get a sense of, of where we are, Putnam County, uh, as, as a sheriff's department, as a, as a, as a school system, um, and, and the things that we're doing to make sure all of our, our kids are safe and, and we have enough resources to do that. And um, we've talked already about several different situations, about an app that you know kind of works almost as an amber alert for the teachers and that would alert all the law enforcement now. But now let's talk a little bit about th- this hot topic of, of, of guns on school property, whether it be teachers or whether it be retired police officers, off-duty police officers. Uh, uh, what's going on out there? What's all being discussed? And, and what's, what, what can we do at this point? And, and what looks like may, may be coming down the road? So several years ago under President Bush, he they passed a bill called H.R. 218 on the federal level. And what that basically does, Matt, is let uh, uh, law enforcement retired in good standing, whether it be uh, local, state, or federal, carry a firearm anywhere in the United States. Okay. The exception to that law is they have some exceptions, and one of those exceptions is carrying on school grounds. Gotcha. And so we feel strongly that we need to change that. I mean, you've got law enforcement retired, and some got – you know, 25, 30, 35 years of, of, of really good uh, law enforcement training and a mm-hmm. background, and now we're prohibiting them carrying a firearm, which most of them carry it every day anyway, mm-hmm. in the place that we certainly need it to protect our kids, possibly. Uh, we don't want them to carry it there. So we need to get that changed to where, you know, if they're picking their grandkid up or they're there watching the play or they're they're eating lunch, that they're able to, to be there and and uh, assist uh, law enforcement if something did go on and we mm. needed their help. We certainly got another trained person there available. Right. And so uh, we we would like to try to get that law changed. I certainly think that that's something that uh, Congressman Blackman is going to work on uh, uh, along with others. Mm-hmm. And the second part of that law is, which includes things such as uh, theaters and private buildings and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So if they have them posted and you're just retired law enforcement, then you're still not allowed to carry your firearm in there. So when you walk into a restaurant, wherever it, or, or theater, whatever it is, and it says this establishment, it says no, you cannot bring a firearm into this establishment. So <clears throat> that does not necessarily pertain to off-duty police officers, right? That doesn't pertain to uh, to, to law enforcement that are active, active. Okay, whether but, they're on duty or off-duty. Okay. It doesn't it doesn't pertain to them. It's okay. just retired. Just retired. Okay. Just retired. Okay, I didn't. Know and that. so we need to change that. Uh, you know, if I'm in a theater, I certainly would like the guy next to me, if he's a retired law enforcement, to have his firearm if in, if we needed it. I would appreciate uh, it. <laughs> and, you know, if my kids were in right. there and needed some help, I certainly want to do that. So it, that only makes sense. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but but I'm in the insurance business. So we do a lot, a lot of loss control, and sure. we do it for some churches and things, and then we do active shooting sure. situations. And and from what I understand, the three options in an active shoot, shooting situation is uh, run – which is the best option probably. Sure. Stay and fight or stay and hide. And the way I've been told is the best option is run and then stay and fight is the second best and just stay and hide is the worst. Is that is that correct? So if if a retired officer is there with a gun, it gives you at least the second best option. Is that 
Am I wrong? No, here? no, you're absolutely right. And okay. so what we're hoping is we don't have to have those options. And so, right, right. And so if we have trained school resource officers within the school, then we're talking about just seconds, and then and then the school resource or their deputy will be running to the to the fight, mm-hmm. and that's the way we're trained. When we start hearing uh, whatever it is, if it's a gunfire or whatever, uh, if it's in a bad bad way, uh, our deputies and school resource officers are trained to run mm-hmm. to the situation. Right. Uh, we don't walk. We don't we don't call somebody else and wait. We go right then. Mm-hmm. So you're exactly right. For the student's sake, yes, if you can leave and run, get a, yeah. absolutely leave. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you can hide, hide. Uh, I think the stay and fight would probably be the third option for okay. us. Okay. Um, but but we're going to do something. But but the key to that is is for us to be able to be there immediately. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, and I was kind of sort of getting back to the to the retired officers in the theater type situation. Absolutely. You know, it, 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 run is, is great. Do that if you can. Yes. But second best, if you've got somebody there that can act, act slow somebody down, you know, or have a, have a gun themselves, that would be the second best other than just staying in hiding. And absolutely. And, and so the mindset and the training is, is what we're talking about again. But mm-hmm. so let's say we have several people in a theater that – that have handgun carry permits and capable of carrying a uh, handgun and it's not posted Mm -hmm. and they can do that, but they're not trained, Matt, to, to encounter and engage, uh, bad guys that shooting at them. Mm -hmm. And so the best option for them, if they can help, that would be great. Uh, protect their self, protect their families, protect others. That would be good. But, but, but what law enforcement does, they will be engaging and, 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 and trying to direct, and fix the problem uh, head on right. and immediately. And so that's why it's so important for retired law enforcement to be able to, to carry a firearm. carry, exactly. Yes. And I agree completely. Um, it, I, I feel like this could be an issue, and, and, and I feel like you guys are trained on it and know what to do, but the communication side of it, okay? So you walk into, your deputies go into a, an active situation. How do you know exactly who, you know, I mean – I think I read somewhere recently that 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 someone, uh, an innocent bystander in a situation, took down the shooter, but then they got injured because the police didn't know. You know, they didn't know and who some, the bad guy was and, necessarily. And if there's somebody t- with a gun in there, if there's abs- two people, absolutely. And sometimes it's very difficult to know mm-hmm. unless you see that person with the gun or with the weapon. Right. Uh, maybe it's firing, but uh, until you see that, you really don't know. Sometimes, mm-hmm. so it's it, it it can be difficult. It's be real difficult, it, and that's where difficult. I guess you have to rely. The old adage of you see some see something, say something, and you have that to is rely true. On teachers or that whoever is true. else is there. That is care. true, and especially it, let's say for instance, if it's if it's a student that's that's carrying out some kind of act, mm-hmm. then obviously it's important to have SROs there because they're going to know who that person is. Once they see them, they will know. Right. And uh, one thing we talk about a lot, it, it would be very difficult to deal with a situation, but you have somebody that's playing football or in a band today, and tomorrow they're they're trying to do something really, really bad to the rest of the students, and it's up to us to take care of that. So um, even though it would be difficult to do, but we have to save the rest of the the uh, students. And exactly. so we certainly hope it doesn't get to that. And uh, we feel like there's always in the, in the past, especially if students are involved, um, and not always are students involved, but if students are involved, there's always usually indicators leading up to that. And so that's the key for us. We can't miss the indicators and right. we have to run down every alley and, and find out and drill down, uh, and find exactly is it credible what we're hearing? Uh, if so, 
then we have to solve the problem before uh, school's back in session, before that student goes back to school or whatever the case may be. Now, sometimes there's some outside influences. Okay, maybe we don't have indicators. Right. That's right. where it's important to have the camera system, have the protocol on getting in and out of schools mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, keeping doors locked. But it's going to take us all to work together. Gotcha. And that includes parents and grandparents and people are in and out of schools. And when they hear stuff and their child makes comments or their grandkids make comments, whether they think it's anything to it or not, if it's something that could possibly – turn into something, then by all means, they need to call us and let us know yeah. so we can run that down and just uh, make sure it's it's okay. Yeah. And a lot, I mean, and those teachers are trained too, aren't they? I mean, they're trained to, to, to try to identify some Absolutely. problem situations. Absolutely. We got some of the best uh, teachers in the, in the county, in the country here, right here in this county. And, and uh, they, we've got some really good people. And, and, you know, one thing about it is we are growing, but we're still a community that, that knows everyone and, mm-hmm. and everybody. And certainly the, the classroom's not big enough that all the teachers knows all the students. And, right. and most teachers know all the students, whether they're in the class or not. So, um, and that, that helps us as well. And I know we're talking about a really bad subject when, if something happened like this, but just keep in mind, we live in a great community. We uh, what we we're do. talking about is prevention more than anything. Uh, we certainly don't want this to happen. We take every step not to let it happen. Um, and we have a lot of good students here. Mm-hmm. Most all the students are fine and good. And so we just, we just need to keep it that way and keep, keep, uh, doing what we're doing here because so far here in Putnam County, it's working for us. Sheriff Ferris, I want to thank you for coming today. And, and just so everybody knows, I mean, we, we have school resource officers, uh, in nine of the 21. We have uh, schools, yes. and we're working to get more. We're working to get more. We have them all, in all the the middle schools and mm-hmm. all the high schools here in this county, and so now we're we'll be uh, starting down the road of trying to start putting them and implementing them in the elementary schools. And these are folks. These are some of our best officers. These are our best folks on the. They're job. best folks, and I think if you go around and talk to Director Boyd and talk to the principals and the teachers in these schools that have them, uh, we would. Uh, I think we'd have a fight on our hands if we started trying to take them out of schools. So good, good. That's a good sign for us. That's a real good sign, and 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 also to to, to recap, we we're working on an app uh, that would alert immediately alert all the. Uh, Law enforcement personnel in the ten ten mile radius, uh, kind of like an amber alert system. That, so that that's is another proactive. Thing that is true. This last shooting that we've had down in Florida, uh, seventeen got injured or uh, death mm-hmm. within about three minutes. So time is of essence for us. Correct. And so this 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 app would would take minutes down to seconds for us. And mm-hmm. so that's what we're looking at doing. Yeah. Uh, we're wanting to respond quickly. Well, just so everybody listening knows. Uh, Putnam County Sheriff's Department and Putnam County Sheriff Eddie Ferris, the school board, uh, the other local law enforcement in our area, we are being proactive, folks. We're being very proactive, uh, which is from a parent's perspective, which is what I am first and foremost. Uh, I appreciate that. And, 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 and I'm glad to hear all these things. Yes, and, and so, Sheriff Ferris, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Matt. Always a pleasure. You. I think this is extremely important. I think this was good. I hope people got something out of this. Um, I know I did as a parent. Absolutely. And uh, just to let the listeners know, uh, obviously, uh, most everyone in the county has my telephone number. But uh, <laughs> if they don't, they're more welcome to call the office and mm-hmm. uh, come by and see me or email me or whatever they need to do. If they have other ideas or concerns, we'll be glad to address them on this matter. But uh, rest assured that we're, we're working, moving forward, trying to do all we can here to 
uh, give us a good platform to uh, continue a good, safe environment. And anybody out there listening, if you want to know more, let us know here at the station as well. And we'd love to have Sheriff uh, Ferris back if, to talk about any subject that they want to they want to hear. Uh, Sheriff Ferris, thank you so much. Always a pleasure, Matt. Thanks for thank taking you. time out of your day, and thank I appreciate you. everything you're doing.